often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's show. I am your host, Roz Kincaid, and you can connect with me at roskincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you all are doing well and staying safe and continuing to stay aware. I myself am trying to do the best I can. Um, You know, sometimes if you can just, it just helps if you just show up, you know, you don't have to be you that you were two months ago. I know I had a situation yesterday where I just, I just cried after the workout mm, and, mm. and because I said, Kelly, my coach, Kelly, I, I'm, I'm upset because I, I'm not the me that I was in the gym two, two, two months ago. And she was like, girl, just show up. Nobody cares mm. if you're winning or not. These are just workouts. Just move. And so <laughs> I encourage you all to not put too, put too much pressure on yourselves right now. This, this is not the time to not be gracious and to not be compassionate towards yourself. So just just as my, as my good, good girlfriend, Nancy says, just take your foot off your own neck. Okay, and just be mm. so for today. Before we begin the show, I want to say a quick hello to my listeners all around the U.S. in China, Ireland, Mexico, New Zealand, Russia, and Canada. I want to thank you all so so much for listening. Your support means so much. And look, if you listen, if you're feeling the show and you like what we're putting out here, then spread the word about the show. Tell somebody, right? I also want to give a shout out to my sponsor. Uh, Shine Coaching and Consulting. Check out Emily Stout at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. And to learn more about uh, working with her and uh, what she has going on as a business coach and consultant, I know she's got a a few things coming up in June to uh, teach about marketing and word of mouth and all of that stuff. So get with Emily. She's the bomb. So y'all, I have a very hot topic that I'm going to be talking about today. I know many of you are curious, super curious about this topic and have lots, lots of questions. I know some of y'all are even skeptics and that's all well and good. That's fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. But hopefully after today's episode, everyone will have a greater understanding and be a little bit more open to what God is doing and how he's doing it. Because mm. You know, mm. he's working. He's still working. He's still in the blessing business. So today I'm going to dive into the topic of psychic and mediumship work. And as you can hear, I have a very, very, very excited guest with me. (laughs) She is a faith-based evidential medium, meaning she gives you proof of what she's getting and proof of what's going on in your life. Because y'all, for the record, before we got on the show, she just read me for my life. (laughs) Oh, girl. (laughs) She is she she's read from everyone. Uh, she's read for everyone from high end floors to upper management for the Colorado Avalanche ice hockey team and everybody in between. Her work spans across the U.S. and to uh, six other countries. You guys, please, please welcome to the show psychic medium Monique Masher. Hey, Monique, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey girl. <laughs> I am so excited to be here today. And it sounds so funny. I The excitement I've been feeling all morning and, and really even since last night because spirit was really moving in a way that it brings tears to my eyes because spirit shows up in the biggest ways. And you got a taste of that even before we even started the radio oh, show yeah. today. And <laughs> what it, I, I can't even tell you how excited I am to be here. And it's not just even for me, it sounds so funny, but 
to showcase spirit because that has been the leading force in my life that has brought me even to do this. And it like makes me choke up because spirit has just given me so many amazing things and changed the avenues of my life, which has, has given me the gift of sitting with you, my, my wonderful sister that I am so excited to do this with today. So thank you for the amazing shout out. Thank you. Well, listen, dry it up (laughs) and and tell the people about yourself. Give us a little taste of who you are. Introduce yourself to the people. So who am I? So, uh, you know, it sounds funny. Psychic mediumship hasn't always been my gig. Um, this has been my gig for the last five years only, uh, professionally. And before that, Most people actually don't know I was actually a trained pastry chef. (laughs) And I was actually... You're baking bread and the pies and cakes. Yes, yes. And I actually was one of the um, executive pastry chefs at one of the top bakeries in San Diego in Santa Isabel at Dudley's Bakery. Yeah. And at my peak, I was baking 3,000 pies um, over the course of a weekend during our busiest season. And I was very fortunate enough to be one of the head bakers at, um, the elegant Fleetwood in downtown San Diego. So I have a very large background in food. I'm actually completely OSHA trained and I actually have the skills to actually like run a kitchen, but it's been quite a while since I've done it. (laughs) Um, so I haven't always done this. Uh, and most people kind of think like, was I always the psychic medium kid? Um, I've always kind of been psychic. I've always had these hits and I've always had knowing, um, when I was 15 at a very large, what I would call welcoming to the spirit realm. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point, my relationship drastically changed because my dad died. Mm. Um, and when my dad passed away um, from suicide when I was only 15, mm. it was something that changed the course of my life because it became very apparent to me that if I wanted to talk to my dad again, I better learn his language. Wow, there you go. And my dad's kind of always been with me throughout the rest of my life. I've had strangely intense psychic experiences. And it sounds funny. Like I've even had people come back from high school and middle school now and tell me, you don't remember doing this. And I'm like, I actually don't remember because it's been so powerful for me to realize I've never not known a difference where the spirit realm wasn't there. And Mm. so it's always been there for me. It's always been real. But when about five years ago, I had what we would call another reintroduction to the deepest layer of what I would call spirit consciousness. And I received not only a spiritual awakening, but also an activation at the same time. And it actually was, it actually happened in front of other people and they, they bore witness to what happened. I mean, it, when it was a really, really powerful stuff, but I haven't always done this. I've always had hits of it, but I was very, very fortunate enough that my dad was a catapult. And now I use my dad's suicide, um, as, as a bridge to bring suicide awareness to everybody. It actually is, um, probably, one of my top two clients is counseling people through suicide now Mm, um, because I understand it so deeply. Um, And I understand the really unique side of it. Um, But my dad has been this driving force. um, And then it sounds funny, five years ago, I needed to save my life. I needed Mm. to save my life. I needed Mm -hmm. to make so many changes in my marriage, in the way I was dealing with my children and girl, the way that I was dealing with myself and even deeper, the way that I was dealing with God. I was done negotiating. (laughs) I was done. That and I work. said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. And this is really funny though. Most people think that you have to have this like really soft relationship with spirit or with God. And this mm-hmm. is like where mine is like the total opposite. Mm-hmm. I was so fed up. I was so done with being on the fence. I challenged God. I challenged spirit to show up in the biggest way. And now my life reflects that commitment. May 65 years ago, my entire life changed because I made a declaration so loud. I challenged spirit and God to show up mightily in my life and to overhaul 
everything. And what most people don't know today, the number one question that I get is, how do you get to this depth with spirit? And the first thing that I tell people is that my commitment to spirit is above all else. Yeah, you got to be committed now. You, you, you got to put your hand up and, and be connected. You, mm. you got to hang in there. You, you really Girl. do. You got to hang in and do the best you can, but you, you really do got to hang in there. Mo, let me ask you, were you raised in church or did you have any kind of religious background before you, um, you know, got in, got deep into psychic mediumship work? So I actually am, was actually baptized Lutheran and what's actually really funny, I don't have a religious background, but my family is very heavy into religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family is very strict Catholic. Um, and then I have some Judaism in my family and then I also have some Lutheran. Um, but my family is very, very, very heavy into religion. And my mom actually is, she was a practicing Catholic, not, not anymore, but mm-hmm. um, her whole life. So I actually don't have any background at all. I've been to church less than 10 times in my whole life. And so this is what kills me because I still haven't found a church that will invite me to show up. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I'm waiting for because it, 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 if, if the seats are for everybody, well, <laughs> well, girl, they, they say the doors of the church are always open, but you know, so so everybody's, got, you know, everybody's heart isn't always open and, and that's the true door bingo baby mm-hmm. but I don't I, I, I never was raised in that um and so religion to me is is not something that it sounds awful but I don't give two thoughts about it really mm-hmm. because it's not something that defines my life because it 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 creates so many limits for so many people and I am all about taking people outside of those limits and showing people what God looks like outside the box and when that right. box is no longer working we smash it Right, because here's the thing: God ain't in no box. He's not. You can't put him, can't put him in no, in a box. Nope. I mean, come on. So, so let me ask you this: with you know being a faith based psychic medium, having this deep connection with spirit, and and with your family having uh, their, you know, their religious background and that kind of you know in, having some influence on on your upbringing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the controversy around religion and spiritualism or, or psychic mediumship work? Because, you know, people say people, some people feel like, or they, they believe that only the preacher is able to connect with God and, and read energy and, and get messages from God and give it to the people. We know that's not true, but what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I was really hoping you would ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this kind of takes me back to this takes me back to my meeting with Jesus. Last year, I started meditating, and like I said, I have no church background, but Jesus appeared to me, mm-hmm. and Jesus appeared to me when I was on a pilgrimage in the mountains, and it was raining and it was awful, and I was meditating, and he came to me and he told me he's like, "You guys have got it wrong," and I said, "Wait, what?" And he goes, "You guys have got it wrong. You guys have actually made me into the idol that I didn't want you to do, and no longer are you my hands and feet. No longer are you the living flame, but you sit in a building to worship my image, which is exactly what I told you not to do." And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, "What? Well, I don't even know what this means, Jesus." And Jesus, is like, it doesn't matter. You don't need to know what this means, but know that you have got this wrong. I told you to live like me, be like me, not make temples for me, not worship me in the sense that you put me above you. Jesus was never above us. Jesus was with us doing every day to day life with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is telling me that we've got it wrong. And so when I look at the religion and the controversy, I always tell people this. If I was called a prophet, you would have no problem. Right. Come on now. Come on. Amen. And let's go even deeper, girl. Why is that? I tell people this all the time. Not only did Jesus tell me that we got it wrong, 
My interpretation of knowing God and knowing spirit is that you don't need anybody, need anybody to go to and say, I need, I need you to establish a relationship with God. We don't need the Pope. We don't need a pastor. We don't need a preacher. We don't need any middleman. That's my fault with religion. Religion has taught us that we need a middleman to get to spirit, to get to know God, that you have to come before a man. Jesus never said that. Well, here's the deal. Look at what we're doing. Look, look at what we're going through right now. People can't get to church. Like, yeah, some, you know, people are, you know, finding ways to connect online and stuff. But when, what, what are you doing when you're not online? How are you connecting with God in your own way when you can't get to the pastor or when, when he's not on Zoom or when he's not yeah. on call or when he's not, you know, on TV? What are you doing? What are you doing between exactly. and Monday so and the next Sunday? Thank you. Because, but we have become religion has conditioned us to seek God through people in an authoritative figure, meaning if we don't go through this person, God's not going to give us what we want or need. That is false. That is putting our relationship of trust with God in human form. Your pastor, your preacher, whoever, they are going to continue to fail you because they should not be holding that position of trust. And this is what kills me because religion has amazing controversy. But what people don't understand is not only was Jesus an amazing man with amazing abilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe that Jesus was the ultimate psychic. And here's why. Me too, girl. Okay. <laughs> Jesus demonstrated powerful things. And I am not, like I said, I am not Bible-based or religious-based. This is a very loose interpretation of what I have learned. Mm -hmm. But I believe that Jesus's demonstrations of miracles are actually demonstrations of his psychic powers, of his increased consciousness and relationship with God. And I believe that his demonstrations of miracles were really examples of telepathy, precognition, exorcism, reviving the dead, levitation, and psychic reading and teleportation are just small examples of what Jesus could do. These are what psychics do now. Jesus then said at some point in the Bible, and I don't know exactly what he said, but he said, you guys can come after me and do what I do, but do it better. He meant that. He meant you can show up Assume this much consciousness, gain unconditional love, and devote your life to something higher. You can be like me. You can gain these abilities with spirit, with God when you are committed. He was a walking testament to the commitment of what his life would look like with God. And he was heavily rewarded. He was a powerful prophet who in our time would be the most powerful psychic. And that's what I believe. Listen. And I'm probably crazy, and I know it's hearsay, <laughs> and I know I sound insane, but just because the church doesn't believe it doesn't mean it's not true. Well, no, I mean, because, you know, I, I, I do come from a religious background, and I know exactly what you're talking about, and there's scripture to back all of that up. Like he, see, he, bro, he, see, he, and I don't even have the scripture. See what I'm saying? You. There's scripture to back all of that up. He, he did cast out demons. He did, you know, do quote unquote magic to turn, you know, Thank you. To two, what is it? Two fish and five loaves of bread in, mm -hmm. in to feed the thousands. Like, like who can do that? You, you know what I'm Thank saying? Like, he had, he and had so then powers, but he was also a man. Exactly. Mm. And this is what even deeper. When I asked Jesus, I said, there's a, there's a time in the Bible where you've been gone. You were lost. We call those Jesus's lost years, right? That loose mm -hmm. interpretation. Mm -hmm. I believe that during that time, Jesus was studying with other leaders, other spiritually inclined people developing his consciousness, AKA his psychic powers to mm -hmm. come back and be used as a powerful healer. He went off and assimilated his more light, his more consciousness 
But Jesus was the ultimate psychic medium. He was a trance medium. He could speak to the dead. He could talk to them. He could cast out demons just with the wave of his hand and the power of his voice because he was so deeply connected to God that wherever Jesus went, God showed up before him. That's a powerful dude. And and so my Whoa. thing is that if if God has given, deposited his spirit into us, we have those same gifts. And it ain't and I'm not saying that, you know, one person is greater than the others. I just feel like everybody has the potential to develop this gift and that's just it. Some some are not as developed as others and that's 100%. okay. We all have the ability to to carry on Jesus' work. It's a commandment. <laughs> it's, it's, he, he commanded us to do this. You know what I'm saying? And God put gave us the gift to 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 see, to profit, all of that. But but here's the thing, because we are human, we only we only know in part. We don't know it all. <laughs> I, you know, we, we only know because what we spirit not, allows us to see yes. and to know and to feel and to hear all of that stuff. So yeah, all of that. <laughs> that part. Mm. <laughs> wow. Jesus yeah. was the model of what a man or woman can become, I really feel like, when we dedicate our life to a higher power. Well, do you feel like um, other uh, uh, religious, um, I don't want to say entities, but other religious uh, authority figures or figures such as Buddha? Yes. Or, you, you know, do you, 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 yeah, the same. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I believe I wanna, the same. Okay. And I believe the same about all of the masters of different religions, mm-hmm. wherever they come from. And this is what I believe. I believe that God, spirit, or the light comes to us in whatever form we will perceive it best at that time of consciousness that level of consciousness will form and change. And this is often why people in the beginning of their relationship with developing with spirit or God five years in, it's a totally different model. It's a totally different relevance because your consciousness is changing. You're going up on the rung of the spiral ladder. And so I really fully believe. Let me jump in here. We got to take a quick break. I hate to cut you off, but let's let's, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Monique and I are going to pick up our conversation on psychic mediumship. So you guys hang tight. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. 
In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and you're listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Here with me to talk about psychic mediumship is my guest, Monique Mosher. And before the break, Monique, you and I were talking about um, the controversy around religion and spiritualism. But but let's let's take this a step further and and talk about how do you dispel the myth about psychic mediumship is is of the devil or is the devil's work because we you know we as psychics we get that a lot Espe- mm-hmm. you know especially for for those of us who who do have a, a religious background who've been raised in church and then all of a sudden you know our gifts start to pop open and now we're faced with I'm doing light work. I'm working. I'm doing God's work. But also the church says that it's, you know some church some church members say it's the work of the devil. How do you dispel that? Um, so, okay. So it sounds funny, but the first thing that I do when people, cause I've actually had people come at me whew, real hot mm-hmm. telling me that I was doing the devil's work. And I had a lady that actually popped off on me real bad on social oh, media. It was just, a, it was a, it, and so what I actually, what I, I actually do when, when people pop off on me like that, first of mm-hmm. all, I offer them a discount so they can come <laughs> see me. So I offer them 10% off and I tell them to show up. Why? Because girl, come sit outside the box. That's the first thing I do when somebody mm-hmm. pops off. The second thing that I do is I bring it back to the beginning. And this is a lot for a lot of religious people, okay? So for example, this type of psychic mediumship work, for example, Jesus, again, this is all coming back. If it was labeled a totally different term, and if I was wearing white robes and I was a man from the desert, I wouldn't be questioned. But because the label, and this is why labels are so irrelevant. Mm -hmm. When people attach psychic mediumship work, to a religious background, people fall apart, okay? But think of it this way, and we all come back to this. What Jesus was ultimately doing was setting the tone for what psychic mediums and other spiritual leaders in our world would be doing, okay? Mm -hmm. If I'm in the church, okay, and if I told you, hey, mama, God, Jesus, came to me in a dream and gave me this, and all of a sudden I'm able to prophesize, more than likely the church would not question because the correct verbiage is being used. Mm. It is all about context here. People need to know, and this is really, really important. And this is why when people tell me that I'm working with the devil, I really invite them to come and hang out with me because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of this work because again, powerful leaders really, really set the tone like Jesus to show up and say, this work is powerful. This work is real. It is not of the devil. And because he was called a prophet, let's go back even deeper. If the first time Jesus read somebody, he was called a psychic, we would not be sitting here having this conversation today. Right. Girl, it all goes back to context. And that is so important. And this is why 
really, really, I tell people, just show up with me. Show up. Go outside the goddamn box, okay? Because God's not showing up in that bench on Sundays. He's sure as hell not showing up in that book that you're reading, that you pretend to read. God is showing up in the moving facets of your life, but you are so afraid of what God looks like because in the beginning, somebody told you that God has to look like this. Well, what if I was the person in their beginning and said, God looks like this? They would have no belief they would have no issues with believing what I was saying because the seed planted was different. Hmm. Same word, different name. Mm-hmm. Call me a prophet, call me whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Dispelling it is the easy part. It's getting the hard part is getting people to show up that are so afraid that God is going to come down on them mightily. When <coughs> Jesus set the tone, when Buddha set the tone, when these amazing, when Mother Teresa set the tone with her consciousness and right. said, we right. can do powerful work. It is not of the devil. Why? They set the tone. But somewhere along the way, the words got skewed mm-hmm. because people became afraid. Right. It's in the wrong context. Because putting it in the wrong it context. It all boils down to the words that you are using. And why is that context is so important? Because not only are the words that you're using manipulating the conscious mind, it's the unconscious mind that is the most important. It's when you say the word psychic medium, people mm-hmm. become afraid because they become so just completely just fogged down and bogged down by what they have seen on TV. That is not what is actually happening. I show up with real life people doing real life things because people need to know that God is here. So the easy part is dispelling it because Jesus did that a long time ago. It's just that people have forgotten the origin of the work. So like I said, if I showed up in white robes and called myself a prophet and made the exact same predictions that I make today, people wouldn't even bat an eye. Right. What I also think, too, is is somewhat fear based as well. It's somewhat fear based to see see God or to to experience him in a way that, you know, you were taught to or told to or, you know, in a different way than, you know, what you have. You Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Your upbringing. Exactly. It all all goes back to that. So remember, if your origin had been different, you wouldn't question the norm. Yeah. Exactly. So it all depends on the context of your origin. Got to be why? open, y'all. That is, and that's the funnel that your vision goes through, though. This is, and this is why it's so important for people when I'm doing subconscious work. We have to root your, your subconscious belief system down so deeply into the cellular structure of where this belief is coming from. Because if not, it will define your scope. Mm. It's powerful. Man, Stop. listen, God is always doing a new thing. Yeah, I mean, he, he said it in, in the word. See, I'm doing a new thing. <laughs> Can you not perceive it? You know, uh, and God I is always funny. doing I something like new. He, he don't stay the same. And and for him, modernize. To, yeah, for him to be able to, you know, convert the word profit to psychic me to whatever. I mean, it's all the same. Y'all, y'all have all got to same. understand. I don't know how to get people to understand that it all comes from God. It all comes mm-hmm. from source, these abilities to be able to see and, and feel and know what's going on in your life and what's going on, on in your energy to be able to help you navigate your whole journey and to get these lessons and to, you know, work around these challenges or work through these challenges. That is God. That That is God. And he's always doing something. He don't never come the same way. He don't never, but he comes. <laughs> so you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta be looking for, you can't be looking for him to come the same way and, and do things, no. mm-hmm. you know, the same way that he did, all the time or that the way he did it for somebody else, because he's using his people 
in 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 various ways to bring that healing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and speaking of healing, um, what are some of the the benefits uh, that people can get from a psychic reading? Oh gosh, this is such a juicy, loaded question. But the short term version of this. One, people get a lot of clarity and guidance, but I tell people my readings are for real life people going through real life stuff. And this Mm -hmm. can be from anybody from doctors to lawyers, to teachers, to stay at home moms, to fortune 500 company business owners, everybody in between has come to see me. And the benefits of this is why you get a very powerful mirror to help you see clearly. And clarity is so hard to find for so many people because people get so bogged down by this. So you get this amazing clarity. And it's, it's not even clarity like fluff stuff like, oh, your brother passed and he's fine and he said hi. No, that's, that's bull. That's surface. No, 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 no. It's more like ah, your mom's tests are fine and she doesn't have cancer. And I want you to know that everything is going to be okay and that we love you and that we got your back. The benefits of readings are real life information coming in at real life time, giving you, and this is, this is the most powerful thing, real life energetic tools to change your life. Everybody that gets a reading gets homework. It's so, so, so powerful. And then even deeper at the, at the energetic level, okay, at the psychic level, the auric level, mm-hmm. your body is actually being activated. Your psychic body is being activated because when you read with me, we create a beam of light as I access your energy. That mm-hmm. beam of light starts to activate both of us. We are, we are connecting directly to source spirit or God. You're being infiltrated with that light and your frequency starts to vibrate at a higher frequency and a much higher pace. You are literally becoming activated and stripped of your psychic stuff or crap that you are carrying around. This is literally why my clients have had massive, rapid turnaround, literally within 48 hours to under 24 hours of a variety of things, jobs, opportunities, um, even engagements. Um, Because the activation, you're flooding your aura with literally spirit. And that pulls in more light. It pulls in more ease. It pulls in more allowance. It pulls in more unconditional love. The readings not only give you clarity, but they activate you. And with that activation, it's a powerful declaration to say to the universe, I'm ready for more. And they always show up. Well, and that's that on that. Reading change <laughs> lives, girl. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely life changing. I've, you know, I've, ex- I've experienced on both sides of the table, uh, a life changing transformation, you know, just giving messages. Uh, you know, receiving messages. And I mean, this stuff really does change your life. It's like, you know, how, how can somebody sit across from me and, and know exactly what's going on with me? Just like you did with me at the beginning of the show. Like, yeah. man, all I said was, Hey, Monique, and you started in on me. I'm like, yeah, that's it. You, 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 you got me on point. You said to me, girl, you burn the counter both ends. And I said, yes, you're right. I couldn't even refute what you were saying. And I mean, it, and again, it, it what it's going to take for, for people to receive this kind of benefit, receive these life-changing experiences is to be open, mm-hmm. you know, be, be open, yep. be, be open to change, be open to hearing what, what God has to say, what spirit has to say about you, about your human experience as a mm-hmm. soul on this earth, you know, because mm-hmm. th- th- there's a lot. And, and if you don't want to tune into it, Listen, that's all well, fine and good. That's your right. That's your choice. But but don't expect <laughs> don't don't expect a lot when you when you're not open. Uh-huh. You know that, that's the that's your work. That's your, your work. Part of it anyway is to be open to receive. 
you know, and it's just like the, the, the prophetess or the pastor, you know, coming, walking past you at the altar. Y'all know y'all who are raised in church know what I'm talking about. Especially if you were raised like me in AME church at revival, the pastor coming through and putting his hands on you and looking at you or looking you dead in your eyes and, and starting to prophesy over your life. It's that, it's that same thing. You, you're open to that. Why not be open to, 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 you know, people like us doing it? Not because you know us, not because you don't know us, but, but you know, when something's real, y'all, y'all out there in, in radio land, and TV land, <laughs> y'all know when something's real, you feel it. Your energy knows it has a check in your spirit when something's off and you got a check in your spirit when something's spot on, you know, when somebody has hit a nerve and said something that will affect change in your own life. And so you, you just got to be open is my point. So with that said, um, what are some, like, I know we talked, I said before that, you know, everybody has the ability to have a uh, uh, psychic gifts. Every, everybody has it because we are all from source. Correct. We all are walking around little little pieces of source. And Correct. so we all have the capability. So what are some ways that people can determine their own level of psychic mediumship abilities? So the first thing I always tell people, and this is like real talk because this is real life. We don't want anybody reaching out into psychic mediumship abilities or anything like that until they have firm boundaries in the physical world. Right. And this is actually why most people can't dive into them. And so this is the first thing I tell people when, when people really, they want to determine their level of psychic mediumship abilities. The first thing is to determine your level of boundaries with the people in your life. Mm -hmm. Because if we can't do that, and I say this, and this is so true because I have dealt with both sides of the spiritual spectrum, light and dark, because it's very real. Mm -hmm. And not everybody acknowledges that and that's okay, but this has been my personal experience that to even determine their level of openness to even get there, most people do not have the level of boundaries to be able to say no in the physical life. So then it leads us into a very real problem if we have spiritual people that want to go into the spiritual realm, but they have literally zero lack of boundaries. This is where people get completely railroaded by what's spiritually going on and their gifts pop off and they turn into a mental illness because they were not prepared. Mm. So boundaries. So girl, can you say no to the people in your life? Nine times out of 10, people cannot. And I say that they think mm -hmm. that they can, but then they think that they can and they do, but then there's so much guilt and they chew on that guilt for the next three weeks. It's made them sick. So no, they can't. Then they want these spiritual gifts. I will tell you, spirit is the most demanding relationship I have in my life. Yeah. By far, people want that, but boundaries are key. And I tell them that because my number one job as, as a psychic medium is energy. I can see that so clear. It's my specialty. Mm -hmm. If I think that your mental health cannot handle the reading, that is my job. That means that you thinking that you want to move into this spiritual realm of work, if you cannot say no, if you do not have those boundaries firmly in place without feeling guilty, it won't work. You will get railroaded. Check. How well can you say no? How well can you say no? And it sounds funny, but this is a real simple technique. I mean, I think that part about what you said about, yeah, you can say no, but then you, you know, you turn around and now you're on that guilt trip. Like, dang, I should have helped them. I, yeah, I can't so say then no. You really then, you end up say giving, no. then you end up giving your stuff for free. Away, anyway, and all of that mental energy, right? So then mm -hmm. imagine that light leak, but with a spirit or an entity that is hungry and wants to mess with you. And you can't get it to go away. You can't say no because you can't even say no in the physical life. I have people come to me where we have to do psychic strippings because these are baby spiritual workers that were messing in a league that they weren't quite ready for because they couldn't say no. 
don't hurt yourself. Physical boundaries are a really, really important, really important task in our world of being able to say no because we don't want people to get spiritually sick or railroaded. And that's a real thing. That's why most spiritual workers don't, don't continue their journey. And do you feel like people who are experienced have been working in, in this industry or this community for a long time can still go back and work their boundaries and, and become stronger, uh, gifted? Yes, I do believe that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I know that because I have a continual, it sounds funny, but I have a continual ritual every single day that I do with spirit to keep those boundaries really firm. Mm-hmm. And, this is, and, and this is something, and this, so this is really important because you'll have psychic medium or a healer or a shaman, doesn't matter, the name is irrelevant. When you have a healer that makes an impact versus a healer that's not making an impact, that's embodiment. The healer that is making the impact to you has all of the embodiment, meaning they're actually it actually embodied and lived what they are teaching you and talking to you versus somebody that is just spitting it at you. And so it's really, really powerful. This is a really, really powerful thing for really to think about frequency and energy and how powerful it is and, and, and deep at a level it really can go. Hmm. So it's not just you jump, oh, I, oh, I'm seeing, having experiences, I'm seeing stuff, I'm feeling It's not I'm just that. No, it. It's no. not that. It's, it's, can you handle the energy? Can you handle it? So can- most people, exactly. And, and I've had this because I counsel psychic, what I call fledgling psychics mm-hmm. um, and fledgling um, alternative energy workers. I mean, I've had like baby witches, baby psychics, baby shamans. I'm kind of like the, the grandmama where they all kind of come and I help their energetic boundaries get clear because energy is my specialty. So what happens is, for example, we have somebody that's really spiritually sick. They come to me, we do a psychic stripping, we perform ceremony and we get rid of it. And what happens is they become aware there's something going on. And at this point, this is oftentimes where the spiritual workers decide I'm going to continue my gifts or I'm not going to continue my gifts. After the psychic stripping, we remove the entities or whatever. Um, the person now then has a more clear idea. I don't want to do this anymore. This wasn't mm. fun because I'll tell you this. Once you open that door, they will come at you so hard and so quick because if you haven't been spiritually tested or spiritually initiated, don't ask for it because it's not something to play with. They take it to a level where they're like, let's dive in. Commitment is key. You cannot say I'm fully committed and then back up 50% when you're supposed to be all the way in because you cannot close that door. It's very, very hard to keep that door closed once we've opened it, unfortunately, because the spiritual realm is so strong. Like I have clients that I have to actually clean up like every six months. Because mm. their spiritual stuff is so much, but they don't want the gift. Monique, we have to, we're going to have to take another break. Whew, this is good. I hate to take a break. <laughs> when we come, so listen, y'all, when we come back, when we come back, Monique and I are going to demonstrate an actual live reading. Don't miss this. We want to demonstrate oh how, how spirit works for you so that you get an idea. So don't move. We're coming right back after this break. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. 
speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Roz Kincaid. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, feel free to connect with me at rozkincaid.com to schedule a Reiki session, an intuitive reading, a spiritual coaching session, or maybe you need your space cleared. I can handle that too. So if you're interested in becoming a sponsor or would like to advertise your business on my Voice America show page, you can find more information about that on my website under the radio show menu on the homepage. Um, you can also send me an email for some, some more details. You can email me at hello at rosekincaid.com. Y'all, whew, this has been a good conversation. I am here with my guest, <laughs> Monique Mosher. Hi, guys. Having a conversation about psychic mediumship. And at this point in the show, we have a volunteer on the line to help us do a live psychic reading. Now, let me let me set this up for y'all a little bit, Okay. What's going to happen is uh, Monique and I um, are going to connect with our volunteers' energy. We're going to uh, connect with spirit as well. Monique has her process. I have mine. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of this. Everybody mm-hmm. works differently. Mm-hmm. We're going to read that energy. Um, we're going to provide some evidence and deliver a message that we get for our caller. So, Mo, you ready? I'm ready, girl. Whenever you're cool. ready. Cool. So, we have our caller on the line. Um, caller, can you tell us your first name, please? Thanks, hey, Terry. All right. So Monique and I are going to do a quick reading for you. We're probably going to try and keep it to 10 minutes. Um, So, you know, before we start, I want to make it clear that anything that Monique and I give you psychically about your life path, Terry, can all change with your free will choice. We may give you messages and you decide to take a take that information and do something totally different. And that is perfectly fine. That is your right. That's your business. And I say that because, um, and because of free will, psychic readings aren't always an exact science, damn near, but not always the case. I just want to throw that caveat out there. So let's get into it. Let's, let's see what happens. Um, Monique, I'm going to, for the sake of time and so that you can have, you, you go, know, girl, you go. To do what you do. I'm going to go, go first. And because I have a spirit with me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you go. <sighs> Terry and and so Terry, this might feel a little bit like a uh, a test that you forgot to study for, even though it might be somebody that you're related to. So just just work with me, okay? It's all good. So before I I can feel your I can feel your energy, Terry. I can feel some of the nervousness. I don't know if nail biting is your thing or if you bite your lift, but I'm definitely picking up on uh, a nervous, excited energy. 
with you. Um, but I do have a, a, a female spirit here. She looks to be in her 70s, 80s. She's presenting herself as having a dark, short hair. Um, I'm seeing her in a seated position as if she uh, may have been uh, confined to a wheelchair. She feels maternal in relationship to you, whether she may be a, a mother, grandmother or great grandmother or maybe even an aunt. But I, I'm feeling I want to lean towards more like grandmother energy for me. Mm, let me see. I have her wearing um, eyewear glasses. Um, they feel like they're on a chain, so she won't lose them. She's showing me her yeah, ears. Sure you're talking head. about. You know who I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's almost like she's trying to wheel herself <laughs> in her <laughs> chair, but she's also trying to like use her foot to scoop a little bit. But she's definitely she she has the the will to want to move even as she's in a seated position. Well, this is, is this your grandmother, Terry? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you and and as I'm connecting with her, the name that I'm I'm getting a few names. I'm getting uh, a B name like Brian. I'm getting and then I'm clearly getting Gina Marie. I don't know if you can relate to somebody named Gina Marie or Gina or Marie, but I'm definitely getting those names and I don't know if those relate to you, but I needed to give you that because she's giving it to me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just connecting more with her. Okay, I'm. Uh, she's taking me back, back in time to to younger days, maybe in her twenties, thirties. Um, it reminds me of a, a West Side Story, she, where she's dancing around, she's having fun. Mm-hmm. So like she she looks like yep. she used to wear her hair, um, like in a little ponytail in the back, where it kind of curly cues a little bit. And she's dan- she's got a blue mm-hmm. dress on. She's happy. Her cheeks are rosy. She has, she's makeup, and she's oh, she's beautiful. She's she's very beautiful. <laughs> but then I see now she's switching my vision to showing me that she is. I don't want to say frantically, but quickly moving through her rosary, a black rosary. Can you relate to that? No. Okay, I'm not I sure what that but, is, but yeah. she's showing me definitely um, a, a religious connection there. Um, with a rosary, which tells me there's a Catholic connection there in some way. And she I'm actually moving. not sure what her religion was, so she very well could have been. You know, I don't know. Oh. Okay, no problem. That, and that's something that you can take back and do a little bit of investigation on your own. That's exactly, perfectly yeah. fine. She's bringing me to the circumstances around her passing. And I'm starting to feel very heavy in my chest. Not, and and mm-hmm. sometimes when I feel heaviness in my chest, when I feel it deep falling back into my chest, like towards the back, it, it yeah, it's like a sinking feeling. Like, oh, I feel a heaviness. And now I'm having, I feel like I have a hard time breathing. And now I feel like my throat wants to close a little bit. So I'm going to say that her, the yeah. circumstances around her passing had to do with her lung capacity or cardi, uh, cardiovascular or pulmonary uh, uh, issues. Where she, it was she lung had cancer, lot, actually. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
And can I tell you, Terry, she, she, she will, she don't want to go because I can hear her saying, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. She, 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 she felt as, as, as she felt young. She, she, she presented young, yeah. <laughs> she was perceived young, but, <laughs> but she, but in age and number, she wasn't. But she she was like, I don't want to go. I feel like I have a lot more life to live. I have things, experiences I want to have, and I'm just not ready. This was hard. This well, was really hard for her. The thing is, she was actually she looked older than she was because of the cancer. So mm. I think maybe she was a little younger. You know, she really wasn't ready to go yet. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that might be what you're, yeah. what you're feeling there. She's she's definitely giving me that I don't want to go. And, and and this is yeah. where her message comes in. <sighs> She's saying, forget everything. For, for, forget everything <laughs> that's heavy. She wants you to live. She, yeah. e- even in a quarantine, she wants you to live, <laughs> breathe air, see the sun, get out in it, put your feet in the grass, go to the beach, experience, experience. Don't, yeah. she, what her message is, is saying, don't let your clock run out and, and you don't know when that's going to be. But don't let your time run yeah. out without having done it all. You got a like a bucket. That's what I've been feeling a lot lately too. I've been feeling that so much lately. Come on, she's do it all. <laughs> she's saying she's saying bust out of the gate. Do all the things. Do do everything that's on your bucket list and don't leave anything unchecked. She yeah. said, don't don't be like me leaving this world feeling like I I don't have time or I'm, I'm running out of time. She's encouraging you to do it all and 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 you are holding yourself back. She's saying mm-hmm. that you were holding yeah. yourself back. It's also, I don't know if you're in the tarot, Terry, but I feel I, I, what I'm seeing is the eight of swords. The eight of swords where the swords are behind the lady. She's wrapped in loose cloth, but it's loose enough that she can free herself. You got to free yourself. Yeah. You have to let go. You have to you have to yeah. roll over the, the gates, the boundaries and just live and fuck what everybody else says, man. <laughs> live. Absolutely. Mo, you got it. Only what you got. Oh, I mean, girl, it's kind of hard to touch upon anything on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be. And I was, I was going to say this, though, Terry, because your energy, the, the thing that comes up to me the most is your energy. Your energy is alarming because you're on the verge of extreme burnout and possibly getting sick because you have been running so ragged for quite some time. And you actually have a sheath of darker gray energy around your whole aura, which means you're losing joy, lacking motivation. You haven't been outside enough. Your diet hasn't been high in photonic food. You lack joy. You're not making enough time for yourself. And you feel guilty even when you do. And you're deeply built into servitude. And the servitude has actually caused a lot of stagnancy in your life because you have a lot of other responsibilities that you're taking on from other people that I can see that is pulling in your aura as well. And if you don't really make this declaration, and I mean this in the nicest way, but spirits, like at, at what point... At what point are you going to stop trying to do it on your own? Because that's what you've been doing your whole life, girl. And without invoking the help, because you're, you're really stubborn. Your free will is there, but you are really stubborn in the sense. Because, girl, you have been taken advantage of bad and hurt by people big time, especially relationships. That runs a really large shackle on your energetic body, too. And you could actually benefit from what we call a wound cleansing. A wound cleansing is a very powerful energetic session because our wounds hold so much energy and can actually stop a lot of stuff. And this is what kills me, Terry, because you're this amazing, vibrant woman, but you are fucking exhausted. You are burnt, girl, to the crisp. And you are fucking tired. And you're like waiting, like, well, when is my ship going to come in? When is somebody else going to come fucking do this? First of all, I want you to know that you can, but you have to ask for help. And I say this because, girl, the last few years on you energetically have been hard. 
and they've taken from you. And because they've taken from you, you're getting worn out. And I can see this like heaviness on you. You just like, you have this like, and it's not grief. It just looks like you're just worn down and you're worn out. I want to say this, there's three significant things going on in your life right now. You have three very significant events um, going on in your life. One of them is going to be that really messes with your root chakra or causes a root chakra move, which means it could potentially affect um, the safety or foundation of us. This is a really positive move. You have some old stuff that's really, really, really moving out. And I don't know how to explain this, but the relationship shackles are going to come off and you have two major events in your life out of this cocooning when Rona is over. Um, you have some positive movement coming, but specifically in two areas of your life. One of these is more financial than the other. Um, and this is really going to help catapult for some reason and change like your home situation. Spirit really brings me back to the home situation and it feeling like it's not supporting you in totality as a human being. And so this kind of all just really kicks back on what Ross said. You're not, girl, you're not choosing yourself. You're choosing everybody else. And your energy is now reflecting that. But even deeper, your life is reflecting that. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Wow. Well, we, we whew, man, I hate to stop. Because <laughs> I love I mean, I could go so deep. <laughs> I could go so deep with you, bro, because there's, there's, there's two things that I could just dive into and give you such great clarity. But I can't take all Ross's no, time. Give me a call, and then I can do that. <laughs> well, listen, well, let me do this. Before we wrap the show, we got a couple of minutes. Monique, can you share with us while we have Terry on the, on the call? Share with us how, how people can connect with you for a reading. Yes. So my reading strategy to, to connect with me is super easy. My Facebook is Psychic Medium Monique Mosier. You can shoot me a message on there. Um, or my Instagram handle is at Psychic Medium Monique Mosier. You can also shoot me a message on there. But the fastest way is my cell phone. It's my work cell phone number. You guys, call me, text me, hit me up like I'm one of your friends on 970-400-1277. Or you guys can also email me at MoniqueCMosier at gmail.com. But it, it sounds funny. It's just a cell phone number because it makes people feel like they're connecting with a friend. I like it. I use it. <laughs> Girl, thank anyway. you. Nice. Perfect. So, Terry, thank you. Thank you so much for letting us do this for you. It's an honor. We don't take it lightly. Uh, we, we hope that we've said something that will affect change and that will help you along your journey. Monique, I want to thank you as well for being my guest today and having oh, today this conversation awesome. with me. Y'all, this was a real thank you, girl. Real thank treat. Seriously. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much again. And and listen, and again, if you all want to connect with me or Monique, I'm gonna post all of our information on uh on my Facebook and in, uh, Instagram site so that you can connect with both of us for um, you know, more information, more content, or more healing. Um, and I also want to thank all of you who tuned in today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. This was very personal for me. Let's keep the conversation going. Share your thoughts about today's episode. I'd love to hear from you. Join me next week. I have another great show for you. Beth Carlton, also known as B. Carlton, is going to join me on working with the angelic realm. You don't want to miss that. If you want more content, more information about the angels and how to work with them to improve your life. So until next time, you guys, be safe. And take care of yourself. Bye, everybody. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
We'll talk again next week.